There's no escaping that, by the way. Uh, as, as I continue to grow up, I realize that... No escaping uh, what? Like, um... Grumpiness due to fatigue. Like, that's not a child thing. That's a human thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, people... I, I like, if I'm fatigued, though, but, like, that's really few and far between. Yeah. Like, I would need a lot of actual travel, like, via plane. Okay. So you you don't get like social fatigue in the same way. Like, it would. Are we recording? <laughs> it would need to be like um. Like if land party went for like another three hours type thing, I'd be like, okay. I'm dead. Like I haven't been in my own comfort zone. I haven't been able to shower, have my own amenities, mm -hmm. and I'm like with these other people who I like and care about. But like right, right. at the same time, it's my weekend. If I go from like. Friday night, and I see people the whole time, and then it's yeah. now Monday morning. I didn't get any time away, no, I get, so I didn't get the, the recharge. I get that 100%. Um, I'm like... It does not take as long for me, so by the end of land party, I'm like, done. The, uh, the tradition that we were kind of, like, invited into, and I think we just skipped out on it last time of, like, going to a meal with Justin and Rachel. Uh, afterwards, lunch. Oh I yeah. Believe. Um, like that's that's hardcore pushing it. Like as far as <laughs> that for me is, it's like uh, you're coming down. Mm -hmm. so it's like, a reduced drain for us, but it's still yeah. a drain. And if there's but like my there, thing is like we can we can go there. We can get whatever food because I'm usually it's around lunch. I'm hungry by that time, mm -hmm. and I also just want to offset the amount of alcohol I've put in my body. Right. Um, but then I also get to, like, hang out with two people who I like and just shoot the shit and kind of, like, recap, hey, how was your land? Yada yada. So-and-so is being an asshole or whatever, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, once I leave there, I'm like, fuck, I still have to drive home and unpack all this shit. Mm -hmm. And then after I unpack, shower, and everything's like, it doesn't, probably takes me five minutes Honestly, five minutes to set my computer back up. And then I just sit there like... And my body's just like... We're, we're not doing anything. Yeah, we're so done. my body's still physically tired from like... The socialization mm -hmm. and mainly the drinking. Sleeping on the floor, possibly. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's, it's there have been so many times where... I don't know if you know this, but uh... You just start drinking fairly early at LAN party. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, but yeah. <laughs> you know that I do. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, you do start really early. <laughs> guys, I'll, dr I'll definitely drive there. I'm going to be a little bit late today. Uh, still nursing this beer. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I forgot to... This is on more than one occasion. I forgot to inflate the air mattress mm -hmm. ahead of time. So I'm there trying to, like... Jam in these nozzles and like this doesn't fit. This is, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, and I think one time I just like put my mouth on, started blowing, and like this is. <laughs> that's why I just lumped it up in a pile, <laughs> like just this uh, shitty thick plastic, and I kind of made that my my pillow. Uh, I'm like, life is what it is. <laughs> and I just. Oh man. But like, I put all the effort of like bringing this bulky ass thing, mm -hmm. and then I just misappropriated entirely. No, I get that. So for uh, for people just joining us, uh, we're talking about land parties. Uh, 
How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. I mean, I already know how you're doing, because we've been talking for a while now, but... I mean, it's still polite to ask. Yeah, I guess it's fair. See, you seem alright. You seem like you're doing okay. Alright, all right, fine. No, no, no. Just assume. It's fine. It's yeah, good. No. I will. <laughs> um, yeah, land parties. So Yeah. That's a decent enough topic as any to, to, to kick off this talk cast, where we just talk about whatever. Um, yeah i wanted to take a break from you know me not planning any given episode mm-hmm. to uh me planning even less episode mm-hmm. where we just kind of shoot the shit and catch up and then uh, we went ahead and planned some topics i know <laughs> <laughs> it's this beautiful balance of i really care about this thing yeah versus eh, it is what it is i think there's there, there's also like a fear sometimes when you're preparing for a for an episode in my part i have a fear uh that i'll run out of content and even though this has literally not been an issue for like oh anything that we've picked yeah (laughs) i'm like this will be fine yeah or we wing it or it's just you find out there's more to discuss on a given topic than you thought yeah because i know like when we've broken up episodes into hey let's cover these points we're like okay we'll go through this and this will be about 10 to 15 Mm -hmm. the next thing I don't know if it's you or me, right? but around the halfway mark, I'm like, we're not getting this other shit, by the way. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to have like an hour and a half long episode. No, that's that's very true, actually. Um, sometimes around the half hour mark or like halfway through our average episode, um, I do start to think about like other things you could incorporate in or, or bring in. But that's usually for more abstract episodes. Anything we have something concrete that we're covering, we always have extra content for it. Yes. Because one of us, not me, mm-hmm. will be like, I'm going to Wikipedia this shit. <laughs> and you'll actually do like a bit of a deep dive and like, hey, here's some other like fun factoids about this game. I'm like, I just played it or got lazy and watched a YouTube video. It's just like top 10 games that Jake likes. <laughs> Number one. You know, you just go through the list. I would I would pay you a nice little bit of money if you did a whole episode in that voice. Right. I think starting with number one is probably also a mistake. That could be against the, the top ten meta. But people just start start stop tuning in after <laughs> yeah. like Well, I mean, he already went through three. I don't really want to hear his lowest favorite game. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> It's worth putting on the list, but he doesn't like it that much compared to the others. <laughs> right, yeah. It's still good, but it's not that good, right? It's, mm, it's, mm, it's a little, mm. Also, I'm still feeling a little, I mean, we discussed earlier, but I'm feeling like a little bit off mm-hmm. from the, I don't want to blame Naf Naf because Naf Naf is delicious. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty good. For the people who do not live by me or have a Naf Naf. Yeah. It's like a Mediterranean Chipotle you go through you can have your your base you can usually i think they're always in bowls mm-hmm. but you can do like rice baba ganoush hummus lettuce then you have like your whatever protein i usually go like chicken shawarma mm-hmm. which i forced jake to as well because i yes. just double ordered it was really good um got some pickles some onions some garlic sauce and it's all banging together like i added some hot sauce and then because the lid is sealed enough yeah i shake the living shit out of it <laughs> right to make sure it's all mixed and then i attack it with a fork until i feel like i'm about to die <laughs> and that's where we are now about to die 
Sorry to inform everyone listening <laughs> to the podcast. We're right behind you. <laughs> Awkward. Right behind you, like, on the way to Area 51. Oh, yeah, that whole thing. So I literally got that update from Facebook mm-hmm. just because I got flooded with memes. And then on the Discord, I saw memes. I'm like, I feel like I missed something in the news. Yeah, yeah. No, my favorite thing about that, so it was like a Facebook event, right, is what like kicked it off, like Siege Area 51. Oh, um, so it was like an event somebody made. Yeah. And uh, what happened was it got really popular, got s- shared around a lot. And there was it was an actual event. It was scheduled sometime in July. I don't remember exactly. I'm not sure if it's passed or not. But um, there was like 250, like a couple days ago, there's 250,000 people confirmed going, which is like funny. And then there was around 250,000 people who were interested which is hilarious <laughs> like i found that so much more funny than the others or just like you know if i'm in the area i'll see jerry 51 well i see people on facebook all the time they're like oh i'm interested in this event i'm like we both know we're fucking not driving to new york yeah to see this band that we like it's out of the way uh-huh um like we've done it once or twice but like i i, I need somebody to get me to go right you're so like interested in an event to you is like if you woke up and there's like a gag in your mouth and you got out of the back of a car and you were at the venue, you would attend. You just like, well, I'm, I'm literally here. <laughs> I mean, oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, stand out maybe a little bit in the mosh pit, right? <laughs> just handcuffed hands up. <laughs> oh man, people are like looking around for my S and M owner. <laughs> Is that is that I don't I'm not I, d- I don't know yeah I mean terminolo- obviously I wouldn't know so I feel like if somebody told me the terminology I'd be like oh that makes sense it might just be master and slave yeah and I'm just not thinking of it at the moment yeah I don't know <laughs> so S and F yeah I don't I don't have a lot to contribute there um uh, but yeah thankfully that's not something any of us have uh, encountered at least so far. I mean, being kidnapped? Yeah, and taken to a venue oh, <laughs> for a Facebook event <laughs> that you're interested in. <laughs> like, I see things that happen in Philadelphia, which is not too far. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that is interesting. I do like this performer. Right. But, like like I said, I'm kind of lazy in that regard. Yeah. You have no room to talk compared to me, though, because I know the exact oh. instance of, of yeah. what we'd be talking about. My face lit up as soon as Jake started the sentence. Uh-huh. Say what you're gonna say. Yeah. So I can verify it matches up with yeah. my my theory. So like, there's one of my favorite artists, probably my favorite artist actually, is Tycho, and he had yep. a show in uh, in Philly, and I think he, his intention may may have been to um to retire or what have you. That hasn't turned out to be the case. He actually came out with an album, which he yep. linked me to. Um, Weather. Um, Thanks for letting me know that you got that message on Discord, by the way. Yeah, no worries. I, I, <laughs> as usual, I will notify you in person the next time I see <laughs> got you. Got it. Thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was going to have a show in Philly, and he's like, one of my favorite artists mm-hmm. you know, ever. Um, and Dave's like, hey, you know, you should you should go. You literally like love this artist. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, things... I didn't go. <laughs> Just... So I can check with my math, make sure everything's on the up and up. Yeah. How many shows have you been to? I don't do, do uh, Christian conferences count. No. 
I've been to a Christian conference. It's not a fucking <laughs> concert. The nun. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. it's worth doing at least one. Mm-hmm. Cause like for me, I'm like, oh, I like this band. I listen to the music in the car on the CD, and that's good enough for me. Like this is the recorded quality. How can it get better? Right. And if you ever hear live recordings on like a CD, like if you have somebody's live album, never you're is like, good. Eh, <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> and it's still decent. Like Sonata Arctica, I think I have a live album from them, mm-hmm. and some non non-live some dead albums dead albums yeah that is what they're called but like when i've seen them live it's a totally fucking different experience (laughs) yeah because they're literally putting on a show it's not just we do our songs and like just stand there in place the performers yeah yeah um and like get some crowd interaction and other stuff and every time i've been to uh let's say 90 percent of the time i've been to a live show it's been great and i was happy for the experience Mm mm-hmm I see occasionally Reddit threads pop up for like who's somebody you, you went to see live that was like abysmal or something yeah. like that. Um, obviously, I haven't had many experiences like that. Um, like I guess Tycho's deal is he uh, remixes his his tracks like live um, for the actual show, so it's not just because since it is like electronic music, yeah, it's like if you're not remixing it, then you're kind of just playing it there, standing behind the yeah, thing. Yeah, so like I don't. <laughs> There are certain artists where I'm like, I don't understand how you get people to come to this. Mm-hmm. I think he also plays the keyboard, which helps a lot, too. I mean, there's some people who are really good with um, like live remixing. Yeah. Um, not because I've seen them live, but because I've seen them on YouTube, obviously. Yeah, I know it's a, as a skill. Some people definitely have. I've just not witnessed that firsthand. Yeah. I'm trying to think of it. was um, I can't remember his name. Sean something. Made a song wasabi. It's really good. Like there's uh he he would play um uh, yeah the I'll, biggest of shrugs. The biggest of shrugs. Uh, look that up quick. Yeah, let's look up quick Dave by time. Tell me about a person that you so like listening to. There there is an upcoming thing in Philly. I'm trying to remember the exact date, but uh Nate messaged me. His name is literally Sean, Sean wasabi. wasabi. Okay, yeah, it's not the song. Um Okay. And uh he, he plays with these um I'm just completely destroying your story. Just a little bit. ram little that bit. off the track. But it's like uh, the pre-programmed boards where yeah. you have like the, the samples. Mm-hmm. A sample board, we'll call it that. But he has some really cool songs that are like, um, he literally has, and there, there's like some, some culture overlap between like remixing and kind of like retro video games to a certain extent. Yes, but like, um, for sure. He would have a, one of these programmable sample boards and then like also samples bound to like an xbox controller and a playstation controller and for different parts of the song he's like switching between these modifying the loops and it's just it pure insanity like just savant level craziness yeah um, i do like th- those things when they're good which to be fair i'm not sure if i would know if they were bad <laughs> right yeah it's a, it's at the very least you uh performance wise visually impressive and better than just like if I heard the song, I'd be like, oh, this has like a nice beat to it or whatever. But seeing it created on all of these devices is crazy. But where I was going was, um, <laughs> are you familiar with Bit Brigade? I've heard of them, yes. By you, <laughs> actually. <laughs> uh, for everybody who's uh, too lazy to Google and is less familiar, um, they have somebody do a speed run while they project it, but at the same time, 
the rest of the band will play the music of the game yeah as the speed runs going on um so like let's say the person goofs and dies at a part uh-huh. they will restart the music for like what matches the game oh geez and it's really cool and they i think they're mainly done nes titles mm-hmm. like uh, castlevania is very common one of the old fucking batman games yeah yeah there's uh i think Mega Man 2 mm-hmm. of course right duck tales um, <laughs> So my favorite one is Castlevania because Castlevania has fucking great music. Yeah, symphonies really. Yeah, of the night. Let me lean lean into that one <laughs> as he hits the mic. Um, <laughs> but they are gonna be playing again in Philly. Mm-hmm. I went with Nate uh, sometime last year. Yeah, but it's coming up in like a couple weeks. It's like a Tuesday or Wednesday night. It's a little inconvenient, mm-hmm. but. That is you big. should come. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of the week, I don't know how you how you do that. Really, like I mean, you I kind don't of go like, to any events in the middle of the week. Like literally none. Yeah, you just <laughs> kind of nix whatever you're doing for that night, and that's your event for the night. That's yeah. what you do. You leave work, you do this thing, you come home, you go to bed. <laughs> yeah, but it's a really good time. Yeah, it's it's always a. Um, an effort to make myself go to non-standard or out of sequence social interactions. So like we record the podcast on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just allocated in my brain. I run D and D on Tuesdays, you know, it's like allocated in my brain. I still get like a little bit of anxiety, not for the podcast. Nobody cares about the podcast, but for D and D. Um, and, uh, but for the most part, it's just there and allocated. Yeah. But if someone invites me to something, and it's like outside of the standard allocated timeline, I have to build up some courage to do that. I think we talked about this once before. How much time do you need to feel comfortable? Uh, like to acclimate to the upcoming event or is that what you mean? Like if I said, hey, Jake, uh, Tuesday, let's go grab dinner over here. And it's someplace yeah. in between our apartments. Uh-huh. Would it's that act- throw a wrench in your week? Or would you want to know like a week in advance? Or would you just constantly be like, this is not normal? Right. I mean, in the past, uh, in either case, I have to overcome an initial, like, discomfort. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, for anything. Like, um, my favorite person in the world could be like, hey, let's hang out X. And I'd be like, ah. And then think about it a little bit and be like, okay, yeah, I should do that. You know, I'll have a good time or whatever. Um, but now I have more social obligations. Um, I think you say acuity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's not true. <laughs> well, actually, on average, it's true. Averaged over years, maybe if you bundled acuity and then you tracked it on a plot, I'm better at social things now than I was for sure in the past. Um, part of that is just not caring as much anymore, <laughs> and also just not being as worried about what everyone thinks around around you at any given time. I feel that that sentence was mildly redundant. Yeah. Um, because I feel like if you don't care, you don't care about what people think. Right. Well, the thing, well, here, here's the interesting thing. By not okay. caring what people think or having reduced importance of what people think, you actually present yourself as a more acceptable person in sociable situations. Like you're not sitting off in the corner of the room, being interest, having an introspective episode, thinking about what everyone's thinking about you. Yeah. You're more likely to be engaged in a conversation. So no one's like judging you for being off in the corner of the room. 
So this is kind of, it actually improves just because you don't care about improvement. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love some good self-analysis and all that jazz, but I feel that I'm at a point currently where when I'm with people I like and care about, mm -hmm. it just rides. Yeah. So, like, I had some people over last night. Sorry, Jake, I shouldn't have invited you. Um, <laughs> But it was good I got to over just, it. <laughs> <laughs> it was good to just hang out, but like the conversation might go in a different way, or like you have subgroups or whatever. Mm -hmm. But at the same point, I'm me, and I have been me for a very long time. Yeah, and I've definitely changed. <laughs> Bold claims, <laughs> <laughs> lies, <laughs> objection. <laughs> but I'm saying like I've definitely changed since college. I would like to think that I've matured in some areas right. and gotten a little more lax in others. Mm -hmm. um, but I like who I am and where I'm at. Right. I think a lot of that is based off of I'm, I have a good support structure of friends and people who I care about. And supports. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to tangent that into an actual Dota game I played recently, but it's been a bit. Yeah. Um, but if I meet, like, so, like, people at work, right? Yeah. I'm at this newer job. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, I mean, I want my coworkers to not hate me. Right. Because that would be an impediment to my job. For if sure. If someone's like, um, Dave's not my favorite guy, I'd be like, that's fine. I don't get... Like, right, I have yeah. You these don't need other their people. approval. Exactly. Mm, and I don't professional. want it. You know? <laughs> now, if I had the approval of nobody... Yeah. I would definitely want to, you know, make some good impressions to be like, you get you people want to be my people, right? Yeah, type thing. I think it's important to have like um, cornerstones in your life, where there are a few people whose opinions you do care about, um, and maybe that's just yourself. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think there's an anti like it's terrible to be your own cornerstone in that. No, definitely not. But I think it's also really common to have other people, right? Like, if everyone that I knew, like, gathered around, like, when I'm, when I'm sleeping, they all gathered around the bed, <laughs> and they, like, wake me up, and they're like, hey, Jake. you're a piece of garbage. I'd be <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> and that would you know, bother me somewhat, in multiple levels, for multiple reasons. They they communicated? Did they make a Facebook group, or did they all just text each other? <laughs> they, okay, so yeah. But, um, like... I mean, for for me, obviously, like being in a long term relationship, that was a big oh, confidence. Oh, is boost. that still going? Yeah, yeah, it's still <laughs> going on. Just <laughs> humble brag, really. Um, no, but that um, provided a lot of personality stability for me mm -hmm. because uh, I didn't have to worry. Well, one, I was just like, I'm not trying to impress anyone or change myself to be you know, acceptable to someone who may be a potential partner, like in the future. Or something yes. like that. You don't have to worry about that at all. You're just like, Oh, someone has accepted me for who I am. So I'm just going to write this out. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Yeah. And it's just a little bit of that, of that sanity check. Like, Hey, I'm okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's literally all you need. Yeah. Um, I think the approval and validation of people in my life for myself mm -hmm. at some point bootstrap my own, self-confidence now it's not like a static thing mm. it definitely wavers from time to time but at the end of the day like i feel fine right like 
and 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 I feel fine. Yeah, <laughs> and it's the end of the world, isn't <laughs> it? <Yeah. laughs> and I feel fine. Oh, we don't have enough covers. Robocop, <laughs> no, I'm starting to do um, the ultimate showdown. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But in the style of that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both kind of like anthemy sort of songs that you could just like. They kind of just stick with you a bit. Quick question. Yeah. How much of Ultimate Showdown do you remember? Because uh, I always think I'm like, ah, I could probably do some of it. Uh-huh. But then I start going through the words and I'm like, oh, that's most. And then it's like the end of the song. I'm like, oh, shit. I got to get like the rhythm first. And I think I could, I think I could get through a fair amount. Um, Are you asking me to drop you a beat, Jacob? No, I'm not, I'm not okay. actually. Yeah. But I think, I think I can remember a fair amount. There's like, there's Abraham Lincoln, Optimus Prime. There you go. That's basically all you need. And uh, Scruff McGruff took a bite out of crime. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you end on... Uh, um, <laughs> well, I want to say Robin Williams. That's not correct at all. Whoa. Yeah, that's completely different. Um, Too soon. Yeah. Mr. Rogers. There you go. That's at the end, yeah. 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 I always just remember like the middle bit as far as if I quick sort my memory to be like, oh... The lyrics for this song it yeah. always jumps to robo robocop terminator yeah. captain kirk darth vader low pan superman every single power ranger bill s preston and theodore logan spock the rock doc, doc Ock, and, and hulk hogan. hogan yeah but i'm saying like they're actually remaking uh or they're doing another bill and ted or something yeah yeah which it's a little eh. weird because like those guys are way older now i guess it's weird to me that i'm at the generation or i'm at that age where I'm seeing things that I grew up with being remade. Yeah. Because I feel oh, like yeah. in the this past, my parents were like, what, they're redoing that shit? I'm just like, oh, look at this cool new thing. Yeah. So I don't know. That's, we'll see how that is. That's the thing, though. Like, they, they remade Aladdin. They did, like, The Lion King. I heard Aladdin was actually decent. I just... Yeah. I don't know anybody who I'm close with who saw it. Mm-hmm. I just, like, offer somebody like, oh, it was good. Yeah. Like, I would watch it, but it's not something that I have any compulsion to watch. Yeah. And because I don't have a TV, it's not going to just be on <laughs> at any point, yeah. right? Like, And I feel the same way about Lion King. Yeah. Because, like, Lion King is a, I'd say, a good Disney movie that I hold in high regard. Mm-hmm. But I, I, if I saw another one, I wouldn't be like, they ruined it. I'd, yeah. not, I'm not that close to it. Yeah. Save that one for the kids. Yeah, and if they, <laughs> if they get to have something that they're happy with, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to take that from them yet. <laughs> you know, let life take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> have you been following anything on the whole uh, black Ariel thing? Uh, the black what? Oh, oh Ariel. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, they want to do redo Little Mermaid, but they want to cast a non-white person. Everyone's like, I shouldn't say everyone. Yeah. The people who are racist and closed-minded and give more of a fuck than they should yeah like oh no yeah i guess like without getting too into it i guess like my initial response may be like it is like a little bit weird like i don't get the without literally opening this can of worms which is an entire can of worms (laughs) right it's like um because you you remember a certain way Um, yeah and it's it's absolutely fine to change it obviously um there's i guess my question would kind of be like what is their intent behind changing it like is it is it like a improvement of people's perception well of, i think it's you know different groups or like what like it's a classic story it's been a part of disney history for however long everyone yeah. knows who little mermaid is i think they just want to 
redo it for the sake of redoing it. They're redoing a lot of these things. Yeah. But also they want to make it more accessible. Yeah. Because a lot of Disney's fucking whitewashed. Uh, the, yeah. Surprise. So like that... even Aladdin's white at the end of the movie, you know? Yeah. I guess I guess that's actually kind of where I'm coming from because like Disney has not had the best history as far as diversity and like I don't know if they like is this is this making up for that or is this pretending that it wasn't that for like a future generation you're like Ariel now she's black like we've got that they're trying to like sweep white Ariel under the rug I just think they're trying to she would drown (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is why I keep my rugs moist (laughs) (laughs) I was meaning to talk to you about your moist <laughs> rugs, Dave. I don't know. I feel like they're just trying something new. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, you can't really know necessarily their intent there unless they've literally come out and been like, hey, this is the reason that, you know... Was this for a play or is this, like, a new new movie? Was this a new was movie. This, okay. For some reason, I thought it might have been, like, Broadway or something. I know that happens, like, a lot yeah. more there because, you know, you get whoever actors are good to play the role. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, Little Mermaid was fine. It wasn't particularly my jam, so I'm not like attached. To oh, that wasn't your Disney movie of choice growing up? Yeah. To uh, so I'm not like massively attached to the existing perception of Ariel, anyways. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite Disney movie? Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, I'm probably just gonna. How long have Disney and Pixar was uh, was up? I'm gonna cheat. Basically, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna Up tap is out. Pixar. Was it Pixar and Disney, or is it just Pixar? Because if it was both, I forget. Up, and if it was not, I may not have an answer. It's like there were there were some good Disney movies for sure, but I don't know if I could pick one that just had a larger impact than others yeah. for me. Because they really just stole other people's stories and then made them movies and then just monopolized the IPs. Not that I perceived that as a child. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say mine's, as far as straight Disney, is Aladdin. Mm -hmm. What about gay Disney? (laughs) No answer for that A lot of Disney's probably gay. Yeah. (laughs) I've been down there once. Um, Aladdin was pretty good. Yeah. I I could see Aladdin. I like the songs. I thought the animation was good for the story being told. I didn't really think there was like a major fault in it. So if you like stories being told, the never-ending story. So I've actually never seen the never-ending story. I also have not. Okay. <laughs> I was just making a, a, a segue. It was the segue right off the cliff. I just like the like, founder of Segway. <laughs> I hope that wasn't like, oh, I'll talk about the never-ending story and Dave will take it from here. I'm like, I haven't even seen that shit. Yeah. It's um, one of those things that like, I feel that a lot of people had... A specific childhood growing up yeah uh-huh. and i just was on my own fucking path apparently yeah because so many people are like oh nickelodeon and spongebob and all these things and uh late night nick and hey arnold i'm just i'm just naming nickelodeon things yeah yeah but i just missed a lot of it because i didn't have tv for a while mm-hmm. and then i feel like i came in around tsunami yeah so like i just <laughs> missed a lot of the stuff growing up i didn't see never ending story mm-hmm I did see Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal, yeah. which they're making a Netflix series of. Yeah, I wonder how that's going to end up. Hopefully better than the uh, tactics game they're making. 
Yeah, I didn't have I didn't have cable either um, growing up, so we watched um, whatever cartoons were on Saturday mornings. So like mm-hmm. ABC, NBC, CBS. Those were all non-cable channels. You just got those broadcast. Did you get um, WB? Uh, so we had uh, I think it was WB on Fox for some of their kids shows. They had like the special partnership for okay. like non-cable channels, but I didn't have the official channel WB. Um, so a lot of shows that we watched were things like um, things that would come on early in the morning or Saturday. So like Transformers, I think was running for a while. That was cool. Um, and then ABC stuff probably stands out more than others. Things like Recess. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Doug. Things like I don't that. remember when I watched those shows, but I definitely did. Mm-hmm. I think School I watched House Rock. <laughs> Maybe not a show. <laughs> Schoolhouse Rock is still very classic in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm just a bill. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say how Bill becomes law. I think that's um, the go-to. Schoolhouse Rock. But a lot of those jams were fucking catchy. Yeah. And then I actually, I've forgotten what they are, but mm-hmm. I definitely at the time did learn things from that. Yeah. And that was cool. I watched a lot of PBS as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was Zoom, one of the few channels. Zoom? Come on and, and zoom, zoom, come on and zoom, zoom, come on and zoom. That's when I zoom. learned about uh, the non-Newtonian fluid. I'm like, oh, yeah. this has changed my life. It was that and Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bill, 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 <laughs> yeah, Bill, just, Bill. They were like, what should we do for our intro? I don't know. Let's shout his first name repeatedly <laughs> until we get any ideas. <laughs> come on and Bill, come on uh, and yeah, Bill. <laughs> come on in, Bill. Come on in, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Bill. 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 <laughs> oh man that's freaking great i'm just a bill <laughs> uh what else what else uh, pbs also had arthur which i i saw a lot and i mean it's it's just meme food at this point basically yeah um but i particularly like there is like uh an episode where he goes to like change his clothes he gets like something on his clothes and like opens his closet and it's just like row the, after row after row yeah. of all of his exact clothing like just copies of his shirt and his pants all of it he just has the exact same outfit and that's something that a kid would see and be like that's where his clothes are yeah that, that's canon, but like man. any adult would be like fucking what <laughs> and yeah. the animator's like he 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 yeah for continuity obviously they were in the same clothes yeah. but most shows don't address that right yeah but it's a very tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. which is a move i like to do <laughs> <laughs> but i do like a good a nice little like nod towards the, the breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. it's something that if you do it too much like okay it's hammy right but the fourth wall is gone you can't the break acknowledgement it i appreciate yeah mm-hmm it's like you're taking yourself not too seriously. Yeah. Um, the other thing doesn't really count because um, it's not really a cartoon, but uh, Bob Ross was originally on PBS. Um, I think he still is. I just don't watch TV. Um, so that's where I was introduced. Yeah, to his soul's Batman. bound to PBS. Yeah, basically. They, they have probably rights to him. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's largely the case. He had a, he had a very good working relationship with them um, and basically gave them content for free, basically. Uh, in exchange for increased pub- publicity about his painting supplies, which is where he made his money. Um, so he donated a lot of paintings to PBS, and they would auction them off, and they're like telethons. Do you remember those were a thing? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Where they had like, hey, here's um, people at this call center. We have somebody with a mic, and then there's a number that we superimposed on the screen yep. that you can call. I don't know if I ever called into a telethon. No, I don't think so. 
I mean, for you. I mean, I'm, I don't think you ever have. Okay, thanks for remembering <laughs> for me. That's yeah. good. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't believe I have either. Of course, I was a child largely when this was going on, so they probably didn't want me to call it anyways. I did like that it was live though. Like you saw yes. people actively taking calls in the background. That so, could have been like fake. That would have been like, wow, yeah. that's so cool. And then like use it as a selling point too. Be like, oh, we have. Uh, four lines open and you like gesture to the people waiting in the background <laughs> you're like that's such a like a weird thing looking back yeah because like right now if i want something mm-hmm. i go online i search the thing more often than not it'll be through like amazon or some other right. site where i can just go and buy it yeah mm-hmm. i didn't have to be like hey i'll call in and give you my p.o box number and it'll be mailed in three weeks like yeah yeah Mail order catalogs were definitely a thing, and they're less of a thing now. Still exists, but less of a thing. But like that to me was my early getting drunk and shopping online type thing. Yeah. Because I would just go through his magazine and be like, I'm going to circle this thing that's cool. I'm going to get that thing. Yeah, yeah. My parents were going to be the ones who like, hey, uh, you can only have like one. Yeah. But still, like that was possibilities to me as a kid, Mm -hmm. which... For somebody at that age with very limited imagination, blew my fucking mind. <laughs> I've, I'm starting to think of like these catalogs now. I don't know if this was just a West Coast thing or not, but did you, did you ever get um, catalogs from Christian book distributors? Yep. You did? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So not just a West Coast thing. We got tons of catalogs. I remember, I feel like it was a catalog or my mom went to some, do you remember like a home shows? Like someone would come into your house with oh, like yeah, yeah. six of your neighbors and be like, I'm selling this. And right. people would sit, sit, sit through the spiel and get like a little <laughs> magazine. I bought a little tea candle set. Okay. Which is just like, it's like a little house that had two stories and it was snow themed and it had elves and some shit. Uh-huh. But like I got two, I think it was honeydew okay. candles. Like little t- tiny ass candles, I put in there and I lit them. I'm like, this smells great. <laughs> and it'd be years later that I found out that it wasn't that strange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like there that, that to me was something I I got via catalog. Yeah, that I thought was cool. For me, it was a. Uh, I I remember there's like they would they would have like some games and other things like that. Going back to the CBD catalog, uh, but the thing that I always wanted because I. Uh, was basically addicted to video games before I started playing video games. Um, was uh, Saints of Virtue, which is a game I think I, I think I've talked about with you possibly at one. Is point. that one of those like FPS Bible games? Yes, it was, a, it was yes. an FPS Bible game. But it holds the distinction of to this day being one of the most frightening games I've ever played, <laughs> which is impressive, given that it was a Christian game. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, it's it was a Doom clone, is what it was. So they just like reskin things. Yeah, it was like they, they had like it was three D, but like Christian games traditionally do not keep up with modern tech trends. Spoilers. Hold up, <laughs> Christians do not keep up with modern trends. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you can maybe generalize that. Checkmate, a more. Christians. <laughs> but um, but yeah, the graphics were like pretty basic, and. Uh, your your projectile weapon was a sword. You like held the sword out in front of you and, and it, like went, fire. Bing. It would fire like <laughs> orbs off the front. But the enemies were these giant floating orbs yeah. with faces on them, um, and like things like red eyes. And one of them was like worldly wisdom, 
and it like was a spinning globe kind of behind it. But these guys could do like be behind Doom corners. If you know anything about like classic Doom, it's like right freaking there. You turn around, it's right in your face. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, now it'll open its mouth and attack you. And you're like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like. My parents, honestly, if they watched me play that, they probably wouldn't have let me play that. Yeah. Just because of, like, how jump scary and frightening it was. I couldn't play it at night. Dark levels, all this nonsense, ambushes. Mm. Too much. Sorry to make you relive that. Yeah. But thank you for sharing with us. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for telling your story. I think I actually still have the game because I I had this old CD case with all my CD games before uh, CD ceased to exist. Now, um, did you have the tower, or did you have the horizontal one that you put the fucking CRT monitor that should not be, you know, put on top of something that light? I, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I had, um, so early on, we, we did have a horizontal uh, PC. We kind of played around with that a bit, but eventually we did. We did move to a tower, I think around Windows 95. No, I mean, like, we had a CD case that mm-hmm. had, like, three columns, but it was fairly wide, and we put the CRT oh, yeah. monitor on top of that. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, the one, the CD case, the CD holder we had at the time would not support that. It was like plastic and garbagey. Um, but I have just a, um, just a black case with mm. a bunch of sleeves, essentially, um, somewhere. <laughs> if I lost it, I honestly wouldn't be too upset. I'd be slightly upset. I'd lose Mech Warrior Three, which is the only one I care about classic title though all the army men pc games which we bought from walmart Ooh. for 20 bucks it was like in a collection what was the sarge's uh sarge's heroes yeah that one did come that one came out for like uh for uh, playstation i think um but i don't remember if that ever came out for pc the pc ones are usually the isometric top down uh like shooters i played one of those it was army men one two um army men three toys in space army men there's a there's a a helicopter one that one came out for playstation and pc and uh nintendo 64 playstation version was the best the pc version was completely different than the other two <laughs> like different maps and everything wow and the nintendo 64 one was garbage wow weird <laughs> so thank you for asking about army men lore anytime you uh, <laughs> open that can of worms i'm ready <laughs> I was going to say that uh, triggered my no- memories. I shouldn't say knowledge. My memories of... <laughs> knowledge trigger. <laughs> jewel cases oh, yeah, yeah. for things. Oh, yeah. The see-through. Burning the fuck out of CDs. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, music. Because that's the only thing I knew how to like burn successfully without mm-hmm. it being a garbage disc. Yeah. And the towers of CDs. It's yeah. like blank CDs. I'm like, I can I can probably spare five dollars. Oh, yeah. With this. like the, the circular... Yeah. Like peg probably the right term for it but i played a lot 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 of uh worms oh yeah Mm. i got good at that shit like me playing worms is what propelled me later still very young me into playing a fuck ton of gunbound Mm -hmm. because still like the same idea where you like have units on a map it's like tanks but it's a little more involved and you take turns and you gotta interact with other things like wind yeah my god yeah, they, they released, um, so like I played uh, old, the old DOS game, which I think Worms, I'd have to look up on Wikipedia, the source of all of my knowledge, whether this is true or not, but I believe Worms was de- um, derived from the game that I had played on DOS, which was Scorched Earth. It was called Scorched Earth, 
subtitle subtitle the mother of all games and it was tanks on hills firing at each other with wind and trajectory and special items and things like that yeah i think that was like the original game Mm -hmm. that then like there's like flash versions of that yeah um but i think for me worms uh i'd say either armageddon or world party Mm -hmm. was my true heyday yeah where in like the later stages of the game you'd have like two guys on your team and you give them like a Finnish accent for their voices or oh, okay. Afrikaans because mm-hmm. who the fuck knew what that was then? <laughs> and then you'd be up against like 16 other dudes. Yeah. And uh, it was rough because I usually have to like burrow people underground, call in airstrikes, do super sheep. Yeah. Or try and find like multi-kill moves like... I'll hit this guy with a baseball bat into that mine next to the napalm. And that should propel him over here. Mm-hmm. And then his dead body, because when they died, they kind of like self-destructed and did like area damage. Right, right. Marty and it was always 30 on the dot, regardless yeah. of how close it was. And it would deal some damage to the map. Uh, but you could like chain that into other stuff. Yeah. So I wasn't the best at it, but I got uncomfortably good <laughs> that was my little niche and that's my tangent about yeah. no it was it was uh much more basic back in um in scorched earth because it was a uh, it was a dos game so they couldn't update physics like at the same time they would do one or the other so you'd use like a um a earth hog or something like that mm-hmm. with the name of an item that would uh, if you launched it at the proper angle to burrow it into the ground, it was essentially kind of like a bunker buster. But then it played um, essentially sort of a, a game of... Um, snake. Snake, yes, thank you. I, I don't know why... I, I was like, what snake. are the games we popular around this time? Yeah, it was a game of snake uh, underneath the mountain, mm-hmm. just eating out like a bunch of dirt. And then nothing falls until it's done. At the end of the turn, and then it's like... Then the dirt falls, and then the tank will fall, and if it doesn't have, like, a parachute, it'll explode when it hits the ground. Um, and, yeah, there was just all of this, like, nuance and, and crazy stuff, but it took so long to play out turns. Like, God forbid someone fires a nuke, because every time that the nuke expands, it'll go out, like, a centimeter, and then it'll, like, destroy the, the ground. And this stuff, and, like, centimeter. okay, I gotta... <laughs> Stateful <laughs> check, uh... And then once it's completely done with the explosion, then things fall. <laughs> so it was a uh, it was a DOS game. Did you play a lot on DOS? Uh, I played a fair amount because my grandparents had a, a DOS computer. Highlight basically growing up in that situation was uh, at one point it was moved out to an unheated garage that was kind of just a um, aluminum shed, more mm-hmm. more or less. Um, and it was a very cold, like wintry morning like see your breath cold and i would go outside into the garage and just stand there and play dos games like until i got too cold and literally had to go back inside so what'd you play on dos what was your highlight Uh, so scorched earth was the big one um also a lot of commander keen uh was the other one i'd like to get an audible high five there you go Uh, not, not leaning in the mic that was shit, but I'm sitting down. That's all right. Um, mm-hmm. Commander Keen, though. We'll amplify it. Base boost on the high five later. That that game was uh, hard as shit. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm swimming. Then the fish is there. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a Goopo fish or something like that is yeah. silly. They actually had, like, a callback for it in one of their, their later games. But Commander Keen was one of the... Um, 
that was shareware back when that was a distribution model. Mm-hmm. The idea was like, hey, we'll send you the actual content for the game, um, like a few levels at least, and basically like a demo. And then should you want to purchase this game, mail us money and we will send you a physical copy. And I mean, it worked for him. Yeah. I think. I mean, like, I don't know what it's doing now, but probably things, I assume. I mean, spoilers, that IP kind of fell off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I hope it's uh, in a good place now. Yeah. And they're doing doing yeah. something. Yeah. Just like, even if they're not prominent in the industry, you know, I really hope that they're, they're behind the scenes somewhere. Maybe working for, like, a company like Bethesda or somebody else that's <laughs> really just chugging along at the, at the forefront. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever play Descent? Oh my gosh, yeah. You know I played Descent, Dave. They don't know. Jake, oh, right, right. Oh, there yeah. are times that uh, I try. Oh, man, and... yeah. Uh, Descent? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, I love that game. I know we talked a little bit about uh, Overload when that came out, mm-hmm. which was like the, I like to use the term because it sounds cool, spiritual successor mm-hmm. to Descent, right. a.k.a. it didn't have shit graphics. Um, but... I have so many good memories with this set because it's one of the few games I played with my dad. But like we'd have to like boot up. He's fine, by the way. It's not like yeah, a, yeah, I know. Not like a tragic actually, backstory. I mentally thought about that and I was like, "Your dad's still alive." Though, right? yeah, 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 he's fine. I'll probably see him at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like we boot up DOS and we get into set and it had that very iconic limited sound set. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're on a space mining station. I'm like it's going down, <laughs> and it was really cool. To like. You spawn in, you could fucking fly around anywhere and change your perspective. Eight degrees of freedom, yeah. Seriously. It was crazy. And then the bots would spawn. And some of them were like, eh, you can just kill them. They're minding their own business. But there are other ones that were like terrifying. Right. And Shredders and things like that run at your ship and attack it. Yeah. Yeah. Or like there'd be a spawner behind you. You wouldn't fucking know. Mm -hmm. And there's like some guy just like scratching the ass of your ship. And you see like your shields go down you're like fuck, fuck fuck what's happening yeah um and you'd have to like sprint it out of there and you'd probably slam into a wall as you were boosting away mm-hmm. it just had so many cool things yeah and i don't think we ever beat the final boss without cheating but that game still like that it unsettles me yeah because mm-hmm. it has a lot of low light it's very atmospheric yeah like mm-hmm. things would spawn and come to fuck your shit up yeah and and then the final boss teddy would literally like (laughs) teleport to where you were and start like shooting at you with these plasma guns it so it sounds like descent is actually the precursor to five nights at freddy's based off the name of the final boss there's a chance i never thought about that but you could be right yeah final boss of descent freddy fazbear (laughs) but uh yeah no descent descent was great and i like that they take the um the atmosphere like you're talking about the atmosphere uh, that's just because they just didn't have that many graphical assets, so they're like, yeah. "Oh yeah, we'll just tone it down, or we don't, we can't display that much in the in the environment." Okay, well now you're like in a facility, this complex where we have to render almost nothing. You can't leave because your objective is to get to the center. It's like they took all of their limitations and they just turned it into atmosphere. Yeah, but one of the coolest things was um, for each level you had to go destroy the reactor. I don't remember why. Mm-hmm. No, you were, I believe, a prisoner of whichever mining corporation. They're like, you need to go blow this shit up. Yeah. If you don't, we'll kill you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
standard standard. I wish I could remember thing. the name of the the groove. Yeah. But once you shot the reactor, you had to. You had like ten seconds to go fucking book it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it? It's seconds? gonna start with a U, by the way. It wasn't a lot. Uh, I I do know that like because each level you had to destroy the reactor, right? Yeah. But, like, you had a fixed amount of time to go find the escape. Mm-hmm. But they're like, hey, how are we going to let them know that uh, the whole thing's shutting down? Uh, let's give them, like, 80% screen shake. Yeah. So, like, you're boosting, trying to get out to this exit without, you know, having robots get in your way. Like, hey, are you leaving? And you're like, die! <laughs> and you start spamming missiles and bullets to just book it out. Yeah. No, it, it, it was crazy. And the first time you did that, you also didn't know it was going to be timed as everything was exploding around you. Um, I'm going to do a rare thing and correct myself. Hmm. And it was actually six degrees of freedom. I read at the beginning of the Wikipedia article. Ooh, Jake. Um, Post Terran mining corporation is the, uh, PDMC. Yeah. Their best material defender mercenary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. And then there was, there were several, uh, sequels to descent as well. Yeah. They had, uh, up through descent three. Mm hmm. 2019 pardon descent underground what the fuck huh okay so i'm actually interested in following up on this later because like i said overload came out like a year or two ago mm-hmm. and it's it is descent with yeah. good graphics and like good lighting and stuff and it still captures a lot of that vibe and it's really fun which is why i played it for like three hours and then got distracted yeah um but I'm curious if they do make an actual sequel to it, where that would fit in the space. Because Descent 3 was weird because yeah. like your character had voice lines. <laughs> and it's weird. It's like um, if Link started going like, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Like, Wait a minute. Silent <laughs> protagonist. Not so silent, are you? Could you bring up like the Descent level one music? Uh, or like the the mission intro music. Uh, I can try. I'm just gonna need you to buy time. Using my powers of time, mm-hmm. um, it is now six minutes later. <laughs> um, Chronomancy. <laughs> it's still like a good soundtrack. I would mm-hmm. just say look it up or look up the game. Mm-hmm. I assume it's on like Steam for two fifty or something. I don't know if they ever got like a retro release. I don't think because uh, they definitely had a release on Steam because. I installed Steam for my dad. I'm like, here's this game. Here's how you access this game. I need you to left click here. And uh, I guess I wouldn't see it because it wouldn't have been like published or like very popular, right? Yeah. I can't imagine. But occasionally, like, they will put really fucking old games out there. It's totally on Steam. It's just called Descent. $10. Oh, yeah, by Interplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, they, they went on to become, like, uh, Volition or whatever, I think, eventually. What else have they done? A lot of different things. And, uh, yeah. Uh, none of these look too... Oh, yeah, Free Space. They did Free Space. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot about that. Huh. Oh, they've, they've done some things. Oh, Show... show wait, I see oh, this. Uh, what do you see? Shogo Mobile Armor Division. By the way, I guess <laughs> I got into Shogo Mobile Armor Division. Um, <laughs> Which deserves its own fucking episode, in my opinion. Right. Um, but there might still be clips of me playing that on Twitch. Because mm-hmm. it's one of the few games I've like done a full playthrough of. But it's just... It's hokey and entertaining as fuck. It's pretty hilarious, actually. But yeah, I uh, 
think I followed a lot of their stuff because like it's one of the few game people I knew at the time. Yeah. Just off of like I had the CD-ROM and then I saw like, hey, look for other titles. I'm like, okay, cool. And that's <laughs> when I started playing some Free Space. Yeah, no, this is uh, they were one of those OG developers, really. Battle chess, <laughs> take that, Dota. <laughs> Before there was auto chess, there was battle, battle chess. chess. Yeah, Redneck Rampage is not as popular, I believe, but still, they made games. <laughs> Man, I, I kind of wish I had like a picture of just all the fucking CD-ROMs that we had of like various software. Do you remember this fucking CD of like, hey, do you want some like clip art? Here's a CD with 10,000 clip arts. <laughs> and I'm like, my PowerPoint presentation is going to be dope. <laughs> oh my gosh. Clip art is the best. I think there's probably never been a better time to put clip art in your PowerPoint presentations than today <laughs> in 2019. God. That's um, pretty freaking great. I like how we had topics and this became this, um, this deep dive into childhood. Yeah. I mean, in the, the dive didn't really even start until relatively recently in the podcast kind of just went from topic to topic conversationally well we're really good at this yeah uh-huh. can we get another high five Woo! clap sound and it's, uh, it's just me <laughs> clapping <honestly. laughs> yeah. Yeah. dave you're not supposed to call that out <laughs> shit i'm really bad at this i refuse to touch you dave <laughs> and other jokes um but yeah we did have originally topics. We covered most of our other things, incidentally. Uh, we'll, we'll get to them. Yeah. not going anywhere. Nah, that's fine. I was going to talk about like games I've played recently and like things. So I'm going to do that. <laughs> In the last uh, minute. So, <laughs> you know, um, so I, I did want to uh, give a, a shout out to Ian for something I was playing last night, which is really weird. Yeah, you said you saw, saw me playing it last night as well. Uh, Shenzhen IO. What is, is what that? It's, it's called. I have no knowledge. It of is it. literally programming in assembly. It's like it's not literally assembly. It's its own language, mm-hmm. but it is assembly and like circuit board programming and nonsense. It's not really a game. Like it's a game, and that they're like, hey, make a device that has a signal and it repeats at this rate, and then the output goes here, whatever. But it is basically just programming. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to feel about the fact that I got it. I was like, do you feel hoodwinked? Well, I mean, like, I'll probably put some time into it. I think it's probably going to be interesting. But I I came home at the end of the day. I was like, oh, got a game on Steam. You know, awesome. I'll install it, check it out, launch it up. And it's just like, all right, now first you need to read the PDF manual on how to program (laughs) in this game. All right, get back to work. I'm like, I'm going to play some StarCraft. But I, I, I do appreciate the gift. Um, and I will probably uh, put some time into it and figure out how it how it works. I did complete the first puzzle. It's more of a puzzle game, really. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think it has a lot of potential, but it's very much different than many many games conventionally would be. Yeah. Yeah. There's reviews on it where it's like I program at work and then I come home and I program for this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say um, something that I want to talk on more on an actual episode. Mm-hmm. But I've been playing recently. Years later, after I should have, you know, even years after it came out, mm-hmm. is Deus Ex. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
that was the original <laughs> a while <laughs> but i mean you, you gave it a swing like a couple years back didn't you and i tried it for two minutes and like this is hot shit mm-hmm. but for whatever reason this time around it just it's hitting a nice little niche spot for me yeah where i really appreciate the um the weird things about it, like i take the jank for what it is yeah mm-hmm. but i appreciate like oh, they give you options for how you want to approach things. Yeah. Or just other little minor things that, like, for at that point in time were not really a thing yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, don't want to get into it now. Because we're going to obviously have an episode about the original Deus Ex. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Eventually, once I finish. Yeah. All right. Then I won't I won't do a deep dive. Deep dive? Oh, that's weird. Deep dive there. Um, I haven't but... been on VR in a while, too. No, I I think I did like one thing at a land party. It was good. It was really cool. We should have a VR episode. And then I was like, this is all the hundreds of dollars. I'm not going to get one of these. Yeah. Um, but someday when the future is ready, then I will uh, jump on the VR train. I think that other than that, uh, it's just news, which I'm not going to get into because Dave will kill me. Yeah, I'd rather address <laughs> some of the stuff when we are not like trying to like rush it. Oh, I wasn't gonna rush it. I was gonna go for like two hours. We should end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Soapstone. As always, you can send your feedback in at soapstonepodcast at gmail dot com, or reach out to us on Facebook at facebook dot com slash soapstonepodcast. Um, we always are glad to hear from you guys and uh, we appreciate the discussion whether that be in person as you bring up concepts and criticisms of the podcast uh, or online um, where you can make fun of us in front of all of our peers I wouldn't say they're peers (laughs) (laughs) we're so much lower than them (laughs) yes (laughs) alright that all being said uh, until next time we'll see you in the next one have a good night Stevie